And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. And if you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Hey, listen, you might notice something different about me. I'm not holding, if you're watching the video, I'm not holding the microphone anymore. This is amazing. I am so ecstatic in not holding this microphone anymore. I spent <laughs> what would seem as too long realizing that uh, a, a stand that I've owned for the past, gee, Christmas, <clears throat> that I've, uh, excuse me, for the past four years. So C plus has been going on for five years now. I've owned a mic stand for four years because I used to shoot news time with a, shot, a shotgun mic. I used to like sit over on top. Like if you ever hear me, if I, if I ever seem far away from the mic in the early news times, it's because I had a shotgun mic and not the lavalier that I have now. And, uh, I would, uh, record, I would, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at the waveforms and they're not appearing on, uh, audition right now. I've been having a lot of issues with audition for the past couple of weeks, which is really, really damning. Uh, so anyway, uh, can I say, can I say that on this podcast is a clean podcast, whatever I'll say it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no one's watching or listening anyway. I have to say the numbers. So, uh, so anyway, I've had this, I've had this mic stand for four years now. And for, and then ever since I got the lav, it's just, it, I've only used it maybe like two or three times since, since I, since I stopped using the, uh, the shotgun mic, which has all of which I've also used only like two or three more times since then too. Uh, so I, I, so Tuesday I'm sitting there, I'm recording the application, which is the other podcast that, that lives on sequels comedy, which is, uh, if you haven't listened to it, that's a podcast. That's a daily podcast, five days a week. Monday through Friday, I basically talk to WABE, which is Atlanta's NPR station, and I asked them for a job. So I so I've, I was sitting there and I was doing it, and I was just hunched over my desk and I was recording the podcast with the with the this Blue Yeti Pro. This is the expensive version, guys. The Blue Yeti Pro, and it was on. And every mic that you buy, every uh, good expensive mic you buy. You, you buy uh, comes with its own stand. And so it's sitting on its own stand. And I've, that's, that's the thing I've been holding for the past uh, 79 episodes of the show. And I finally, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to, I want to buy a stand. I can't afford a stand. So I said, I'm going to buy a stand. Uh, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I have this, I have this microphone stand. I wonder what it does. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not what it does. I wonder if it could fit my mic. So I'm sitting there Googling for an hour after I recorded this podcast. And then I go, I don't know the real name of this mic stand, but then I go, I go like microphone stand for, for like, uh, for like cardioid mic, you know, stuff like that. And then eventually I land on boom mic stand, which is what this is. And, uh, turns out that people use this with their Yetis all the time. And I go, what? And I, do I need anything special for it? So I spend another like 10, 10, 15 minutes, uh, trying to see if there's like, I have to buy like a, a special thread bearing for it or something like that. Turns out I don't, I just, I can just twist it right into where the, where the, um, microphone holder goes. And I have been, so I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half. I've been, uh, in, I've, I've owned these things. I've owned this, this microphone for two years. I've owned this boom mic stand for four years. This is stupid that I just now figured that out. I am so mad at myself. This is so dumb. Uh, but now here we are <laughs> with me using the microphone, finally able to do the things I want to do. 
And uh, now we're going to record and I have my free hands. I look cool and everything. Isn't that neat? And that was a four minute story. So <laughs> we're going to move on. There's not really much to talk about that. I want to talk about. Uh, I really, I, I've, I've, I've doing, doing the application podcast. I've learned a lot about myself. I can ramble for about 20 minutes and then I am gassed. <laughs> I got nothing else going on. <laughs> uh, and then, but also, like I said, I think mentioning this last week is that it's hard to do two podcasts, especially two in one day. I can do, and especially doing a daily podcast where there is the only, the only conceit is, uh, I want this job at, at this place, <laughs> please let me get this job. And, uh, also I learned today, if you don't listen to the, to the application, I'll just, I'll run over this quickly, uh, which I, I pray you do, please let the, subscribe, at least subscribe to the application. I've seen the numbers and they're bad. <laughs> Actually, no, they're actually way better than uh, what this show is doing, which is well, I think it's because I put more episodes out. Uh, but anyway, I you, so anyway, <laughs> but I think the it's hard to talk for a very long time about nothing and I have to come up with ideas every single day. Uh, and I've, I've got an email this morning basically that said, uh, Hey, it's going to take a, it's going to take a while for us to look over candidates for the job. So now I'm going to be doing the application for at least two more weeks. So that's going to be fun. So I'm going to be doing it basically until uh, this October right now. I'll basically be doing it until like Thanksgiving, which sucks. That's, and that's more, more than two more weeks, but still that sucks. So hopefully they hire before Thanksgiving and hopefully they hire me. <laughs> they will hire me. Uh, but like I said, nothing much has been going on. I uh, just uh, hanging out. <laughs> It's doing stuff. Um, there's a, so I saw a star is born. Wonderful film. Great, great, wonderful film. Uh, it's been made four times and I had no idea what the story, I knew, I knew what the story was. I had no idea what the ending was and who boy, that really put me in a slump that put me in such a dour mood. <laughs> I did not, I wanted everything to be a okay. Uh, if you haven't seen a star is born, essentially it's, uh, old rocker and young starlet. They basically, uh, he helps her and then they meet in the middle and then she's her fame skyrockets. His fame continues on a downward slide. He can't handle it. And then, uh, you know, you can gather, you can infer what happens from that. It was great. It's a wonderful movie. It's oddly funny. Very funny. Uh, also it was, I saw it at night and I don't have, I, I, I know I've said this before, and I've done it a couple times since, mostly because of the people I'm with. I don't want to see another movie at night with people in the audience. There, I don't understand why you have to have to talk. It doesn't make sense to me why somebody has to talk during a movie. I don't need you uh, ask. I don't need you whispering to your your old friends. I don't need you making little jokes. I get it. It's a it's a two it's a two and some change movie. Just sit down and lose yourself in the story because you're taking me out of the story by by just whispering. Oh, yes. Oh, what do you say? Oh, I'm making a, a snide little comment to two men behind me whispering to each other the entire time. Y'all take it out. T- take that mess out in the back. <laughs> Go let, let me enjoy this film. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it's a great film. Lady, Lady Gaga was just, so I've been saying Lady Gaga all weekend long. <laughs> I've been saying Lady Gaga as a joke. Uh, cause that's the way Jimmy Pardo says it. And, uh, and, and I've just been saying that. And so I've been saying, and so yeah, I finally said it real today, but she is just, 
She she gave a tour de force performance in that. Like I have not seen her act that well since her the Simpsons episode. <laughs> As if I'm comparing those two. No, she really did a, a wonderful, fantastic job. I I guarantee this is going. I just saw uh, it's an article that said uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born aren't going to be. Uh, contending at the Golden Globes as musicals, which is odd to me. I don't know. I mean, maybe dramas, but there, but a star is born really had, it didn't, while it didn't have traditional musical moments, like, you know, the greatest showman, but it it did, it did have those those times where it was very clear, Hey, we're going to sing a three minute song now. So you're going to sit down, you're going to enjoy it. I actually hope you're sitting when you're watching this already. Uh, Sam Elliott was wonderful. Chappelle was good. You get a you get a, a pre- appearance from um, uh, oh crap I forgot his name. <laughs> you get a little appearance from uh, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin was in the movie and he shows up for maybe ten seconds. And uh, I, you know I think one of the one of the big issues is with uh, somebody like a Chappelle or an Eddie Griffin is that when they pop up, people are laughing instantly. And I'm thinking, no guys, this is a <laughs> this is a you know, a sad part. You know, I mean Eddie Griffin obviously it didn't come up at a sad part if you saw the movie, but I'm thinking, no, this is a sad part. You shouldn't just like I would hate to be. I know, I know when, like if a Will Ferrell pops up or a uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley does a lot of, it's Steve Carell. Steve Carell, for, I'm going to use him as an example. Uh, people keep asking him for a uh, a reboot of The Office and he's like, no, we're done. <laughs> we're done with this. Uh, or, if, uh, or a comeback tour of the, Ferrell, of the Office. And all that guy wants to do is basically dramas. Uh, Will Ferrell, I'm, sh- I'm sure he's tired of popping up and people just instantly laughing. I mean, I understand you're associating comedy with those people, but that would just be a shame to just <laughs> pop up and somebody's <laughs> like at you. Oh man. It's a wonderful movie. Uh, that was, oh, that was Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, cool. He did a good job. Everybody, everybody did a, a fantastic job. Anthony Ramos, uh, Sam Elliott. Sam, there was one part in the movie where, so if you, so, uh, ba- so Bradley Cooper's character is, uh, the singer songwriter and he has this voice that sounds a lot like Sam Elliott and then Sam Elliott pops up and then he's and Sam Elliott sounds like Sam Elliott. And, uh, you're like, and, and if you let it bother you, then, you know, it'll kind of, it'll kind of affect you. But, uh, pop culture happy hour, they mentioned the, the panelists on that, on that episode of the star is born episode of pop culture happy hour mentioned that Sam Elliott and Bradley Cooper thing. But then later on in the film, there was one part where uh, Sam Elliott goes, why'd you steal my voice? <laughs> and Bradley Cooper goes, cause you weren't using it. And the, I, everybody's sphincters just tightened up like, Ooh, just in the movie theater. Just, Oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that. He was right though. It was good. Uh, they they did one thing in this movie that I thought would never that I thought would never see. They uh, featured they had an SNL, uh, but like as a background, which was really interesting to me. Like just to have like the whole studio and audience, uh, an actual like Alec Baldwin there hosting an episode of, an episode of SNL, and uh, the whole back the whole uh, backdrop of every of the of the SNL. Um, the stage and everything, uh, Studio 8H, I believe. Uh, and uh, and then they also had the Grammys, which was really interesting. Like you mentioned, like they can mention all the time, you can say, hey, we're going to we're going to go to the Emmys in this TV show. And they never show the Emmys well, because you're not the Emmys has their own thing where you can't show the Emmy statue uh, on the TV show unless it has the ability to be edited out a year after the air date, which is insane. But like they, they never say like, oh, we're going to go to Golden Globes or go to uh, the Oscars because of all this stuff. 
crazy anyway uh and and uh but yeah it's great like and the emmys thing the emmy scene was just so uh just so hard to watch it was so tough to watch uh and i, but I really enjoyed it <sighs> moving on i did i, I have i have on my list this week manifest and the first i had that on the list last week did not watch those i had still i'm just i the, the fall tv season is back and i'm actually kind of busy but not with work <laughs> with personal stuff which i mean which is great but also blows because uh it's, i need money <laughs> just come plain plain and simple i'm gonna say i need money Big Mouth is back. A wonderful show on Netflix. I'm taking it down. Uh, it's a cartoon show with uh, kids going through puberty, and it's dirty. It's it's great. It's wonderful. Nick Kroll, Andrew Goldberg, Mark Levin, and Jennifer Flackett all created it, and uh, stars Nick and John Mulaney. It stars Nick as like 17 characters, and then John Mulaney is one. <laughs> There's a few, there's a few more, uh, but the, the cast, they, everybody returns full force. Everybody's so funny in this show. Uh, I knew that was Gina Rodriguez's new Gina character. Uh, David Thewlis, Gina Rodriguez, they joined the cast. Uh, wonderful. Jesse Klein, Jason Manzoukas, Jenny Slate, Fred Armisen, and Maya Rudolph are all fantastic. I love those people so much. They're all so good at what they do. Uh, it's a very funny show, very well written, so many good tight jokes. And it's given that they had a year to do it and then they put out all the episodes at once. Everything is just so snappy. And uh, I would say I, w- I was gonna say perfect, but not. But it's definitely this is Nick Kroll's family guy. Uh, wherein that he plays all these characters he does most, and it's the early seasons of family guy when seth was still a part of the show and not uh frolicking through the world with mil- the billions of dollars he has but it's a definitely it's a very funny show uh and i just i hope everybody's watching it <laughs> hope everybody's watching it. i hope teens learn from it <laughs> There's a Planned Parenthood episode that took that a took me by surprise, much like the BoJack Horseman episode, where it's just him giving a long monologue. Where like you you get in that the last season of BoJack Horseman, I think season five had an episode where his mom died, and it's and you get in maybe about four minutes in, and you and you start going, oh, this is just going to be all Will on that by himself, and it's just going to be it's just a, I can just I can see the script. It's just a paragraph. It just says BoJack. Go, go, go. Some action lines. Talk, 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 talk for that long. Uh, but the Planned Parenthood episode, uh, right after I watched it, a bunch of articles came out about it. So I watched it like Monday, I, Sunday, I think. And the articles started coming out. And they started, and it was basically just a long episode of Planned Parenthood and all that stuff. And uh, and taught you what Planned Parenthood does. And it's it was funny. It's interesting. I liked it a lot. Uh, I think that's a very fine show. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. It's a very funny show. Great cast. Great supporting cast. Uh, very tight, tight, tight. Very funny. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Stop saying that stuff. Okay. So right now, because I have this microphone on the stand now, we're going to take a break. All right. And there's not going to be, there's not going to be an ad or anything. <laughs> Actually, I do. I might have something to read, <laughs> but uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, come back. And, and in the next half of the show, we'll talk about some other stuff. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Let's go to break chat. All right. I got something to read. (laughs) I just realized that. Uh, Okay. So listen up, guys. There's a new thing coming out this Friday. This uh, in a couple of days, we've got uh, if you know, if you know comedians and I know comedians, there's a guy named Ryan Singer. He has a new album coming out. It's his fourth album called Free Love Uh, on October 12th. 
they're releasing the Ryan Singer's new album, Free Love. It's a comedic love letter to the world, reminding people that they are allowed to believe and in fact, uh, <laughs> to believe and in fact, it is so it is more fun to do so. Uh, this is the fourth album of Singer, like I've already said, and he's, he said it's basically his time to, to start sharing the love. So the album is going to be free. All right. You can you can download it to your iPads. You can uh, listen to it on all the other things, your phone, uh, your laptop. This is the latest offering uh, is a singer's attempt to wedge some fun, whimsy and love into a world that has grown increasingly dark and divisive. So and that way it bucks the traditional trend that comedy must come from pain. Singer is anything but traditional and believes that great comedy can come from joy and love. The material contained within his comedic universe is evidence that covering everything of that, uh, covering everything from the joys of growing older to believing in Bigfoot uh, and the single and the coming singularity for him. One thing is certain. It's more fun to believe. Ryan's a funny guy. I already have. Uh, I have the. I have a, a copy. I, no, I don't. Never mind. I don't. Uh, but I've. I've heard a few snippets of it, and it's uh, definitely one thing to look out for. Uh, it's very nice that he's even doing this. You should definitely check it out because I know I'm checking it out. Uh, and uh, not. And I, I've heard. I've heard a couple of tracks. Uh, definitely be on the lookout for this one. He's a definitely funny guy. Check it out. Ryan Singer, Free Love. This is the podcast. <laughs> I got one more thing to read. Uh, the Lewis Black and uh, Kathleen Mag- Magadin. Uh, Lewis Black and Kathleen Escape from America is out on October 23rd on Audible. Ob- Audible. It's an Audible original. Uh, it clips from the road, from their roads and live shows and stuff. And uh, lots of moving to Canada because uh, U.S. is so bad right now. Jokes and stuff like that. Uh, and and there you go. And then there's also another Audible original coming out. Wham City Comedy uh, Reverse Transmission. The stars of the ARG cult world have a new Audible original long from uh, form audio warping comedy and horror into a perplexing mystery about a car gone wrong from the creators of the psychological horror comedy video. This house has people in it, uh, that originally aired on adult swim. You can check it out on audible originals (laughs) coming soon. Both of them. All right, let's get on with the rest of the episode. So, uh, so the, so now I have one thing I want to talk about is, uh, Conan had his last hour long show. Uh, and it was last week, it was last Thursday and it was very bittersweet because they couldn't, they're not wrapping up a series obviously, but they're wrapping up a style of comedy that he's been doing for 25, how old am I? 26 years. That's, oh my gosh. It's, and it's, it's great that he's able to do that, especially on TBS. And, uh, but now next year, starting in January, they're going to be going to half hours. I think I've mentioned this before. And, uh, I, I didn't know that it was going to be his last uh, show. I thought he was going to finish out October at least, but they're going on tour and they're coming to Conan and Dion Cole and Lori Comart. And I think Andre Dubrachet, people I've spoken to no big deal. Uh, they're all going to be coming. They're all going to be coming to Atlanta. They're going to be on t- going on tour. I think just around the United States, and they're coming to Atlanta, so I will hopefully be going to that. Uh, sadly, I will be missing, just a little side note, I'll be missing uh, throwing shade. I don't have enough money for a ticket. And uh, yeah, it sucks, but I'm going to be missing throwing shade. They're coming to Atlanta this Friday. It blows. If they're coming, I don't know, next next Friday, it would have been great. <laughs> It would have been wonderful. I would have had, I would have had some money to throw on that, but 
Uh, it sucks. I wanted to see it. They're going to be at the loft. So if you want to check that out, if you're in Atlanta and you want to see them tour, they're also still touring. They're going to be in uh, Florida on Saturday. And I think Sunday's in Nashville. Boy, boy, wouldn't it be great to drive to Nashville just to see them? And also speaking of Nashville, I'm not going to be able to see, um, Oh God, what is her name? Courtney Barnett. She's going to be in uh, Nashville on October 25th. And I just don't think I'm going to be able to make it for that one. That's is I have a wedding like the next, the following weekend. Uh, that's also in, that's actually in Nashville. So, uh, I'll be going up on that Friday. Hopefully, hopefully I have a date. I don't want to go alone. I hate going alone to these weddings. Anyway, so Conan had his last hour long show. And uh, in that, that in the final week, you wouldn't have known it was the final week of hour longs. Uh, they just basically had, I think, uh, yeah, it was just a bunch of people that they've, that they've had on before. Conor McGregor did a satellite remote, uh, interview and yeah, they just, it was just a regular week of shows. And then Thursday Conan said that, uh, Jimmy Vivino and the basic cable band, the people, the guys that he's been with for, uh, the past 25 years, 26 years has, are, they're just not, they're not coming with him to the, to the hour, to the half hour. And they played two songs, two sets. And Conan got to play with the last one, the last song with him. But yeah, it sucks that they're not going to be able to uh, come along with them. And I just, I'm going to, I'm going to, it sucks because, you know, Conan is, I've often said this, he's the funniest person in late night, but he's also, he's also too, too funny to be, con- to, to compete with the uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other people in late night. Uh, and it's, and it, and it just, it's, I mean, it's mind blowing that, you know, he was doing, he was doing all this crazy stuff even before on network TV. Uh, but then when he, when he got to TBS, admittedly, it was a little bit more pulled back, you know, with the exception of, you know, uh, every once in a while, there'd be a nut spoon type thing. And nut spoon is my favorite thing that I've, I've watched Conan for years. That's my favorite thing that they've ever done on that show. <laughs> nut spoon is so stupid. It's pure insanity. I love it. But then you have things like masturbating bear and, uh, and all, and all the other gags and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm excited that he's going to be trying these new things, uh, and especially, you know, in a, in a culture that people are fighting for, uh, views on the internet rather than views on television. And so hopefully this will, I hope that it's not a weekly show. I hope it's a daily show. I hope it's still a half hour daily show and they're just pumping out episodes after episodes. Uh, and they can, cause they can definitely do it. But the thing about it is they can do it. But when TBS tried that with Pete Holmes's show, the Pete Holmes show, uh, it, it didn't fare well for Pete. <laughs> uh, but the show, the show did, it was, it was a fine show. They were doing it. They were doing half hours. Uh, he was doing like a stand up monologue every night, a stand up style monologue every night. And he was interviewing his, basically his friends. And they have a lot of good sketches that came from that. And like a lot of stuff that's doing well on the internet today, even still, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm excited to see what Conan does next. Uh, hopefully he's not just relegated to remotes after remotes. Like you don't want just you don't want him to be the, you don't want him to be uh, Anthony Bourdain just traveling around all the time. Cause that would just, that would stink. Uh, he, he, I hope they still keep the studio. I hope they do some in studio bits and stuff like that. I, I know he said they're not interviewing famous people anymore, but you know, come on. You know, you can't always have Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot teaching you how to fight like Wonder Woman. Like that's that's going to be tiring. Um, so hopefully he can sit down because he's he's one of the he's one of the few that can sit down with somebody and not look at his card and just 
let the person go. Like he can let a Bill Burr go. But if a Bill Burr was on the Colbert or whatever late show, then it's, he's, he's kind of pulled back there because that's a, a, a bigger audience, but also B, uh, I don't want to say less tolerant audience, but they are less tolerant for his bull crap. Uh, but yeah, so now, so now the only people left in late night doing hour longs. Uh, so Sam B Trevor Noah and Conan are going to be doing half hours. And the only people doing hour longs are, uh, Jimmy, Seth, Jimmy Fallon, Kimmel, Seth, Corden, and uh, uh, Colbert. Uh, all white guys. So let's keep that in mind. But out of them, I think, like, again, I think I've mentioned this before. Seth, my, actually, no, I mentioned this on the application. Uh, I did an episode about my favorite late night hosts and what you can, what we can pull from them for podcasts. Um, if you didn't know the applications of podcasts were, I basically, <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done talking about that. Uh, but I think, uh, but I said, I said, Seth and Conan were people that you'd want to, you want to try to, 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 to model after because they are able to like, like again, Seth, Seth is able to keep it on track. Even I think, I think Seth's able to keep it on track. Conan can let it go off the rails, but still that'd be a conversation. And they, and they're both unique to that. Uh, whereas, you know, for somebody else, and I don't want to take a, I don't want to try to take him down, but Colbert, uh, he's following the cards and he's regimented and he's still got to follow the CBS brass, uh, but because, you know, he still has to fight for the views. Um, uh, I think Kimmel's really good at interviewing people. He's really, really good. Uh, and, um, Corden, he's all right. It's, it's, I don't know. He can, he's good at, he's good at off the cuff stuff. Uh, and he's good. He's a good actor. He's a great singer, but, uh, an interviewer, he's not, he's, he's probably be a good presenter. You know, that's what they call hosts over there in England. I've never seen him do something. Besides, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't think I even, what do you do? The Tonys and the Grammys? I don't know. I didn't watch that stuff. Um, let's see who else moving on. Oh, Fallon Fallon's Fallon's good. I think he's a good host. He's very affable. Uh, I don't think anything he's, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's fake. He's fake laughing or anything. I, th- I think that's just him being a genuinely stupid, lovable golden retriever. He's such a, he's a, he's a cool guy. I really do like him a lot. Uh, but Conan, Conan and Seth are just the best doing it right now. And Conan's actually the best doing it right now, but I'm going to miss him doing the hour longs and it's going to suck now that he's now he's going to be gone until, you know, he's going to be, he's gone for the rest of the month there. Uh, he started the podcast and I believe, let's see, what is it called? The podcast is, I have my podcast app up right here. It is called Conan O'Brien needs a friend. I have no, I'm already subscribed to it. It's from, and it's a team up with team Coco and Earwolf. So they teamed up. I have no idea when it starts. I can only assume it starts in October, which is uh, next week or something like that. So, or this week, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you when it starts, (laughs) but it's a, I hope it's going to be good. I want to see, I want to see this show um, prosper. I want to see Conan prosper. He's a very, I love him so much. Like if I know it's not right to idolize people, uh, but I do, I do, I do look up to like Conan. If it, I'm going to tell you a story because uh, I thought I was going to tell him on Conan, but I'll never be able to tell him on Conan now. Uh, but, <laughs> um, when I was younger, I started watching, I started watching, uh, these late night shows. Uh, I was, uh, it was like everybody, there was so many, like, you know, at the time when, when did I start watching, I was probably watching an elementary school or something like that or middle school, something like that. Yeah, it had to be middle school. It had to be middle school. I started watching in middle school. So that's like around 2004, 2005. And, um, and so, you know, we had Letterman, Leno, Conan, uh, and Kimmel. 
and uh, Ferguson. And so we, and you know, John Stewart and Colbert and, and, and that was it. And so we had, we had those, uh, the cavalcade of white guys and Conan as well. I think I don't, I don't know if I said, but we had those, we had all those people and it was a good show. Everybody, everybody was funny, you know, you know, have all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But then I started watching, um, a bunch of shows, like, uh, a bunch of half hour comedies, uh, like Andy Richter controls the universe and Andy Barker PI. <laughs> And I, I was watching those shows and, uh, Andy Richter, they, obviously they both got, were canceled. Andy Richter controls the universe. It stars Andy Richter as, uh, a cartoon version of, not a cartoon. He's not a cartoon, but, a a, a, a version of himself that works in the office and he's, and it's, it's a very funny show. I think it's on Amazon. Definitely check it out. But this is the early days of YouTube. So, uh, I didn't have a DVR. And, and, you know, there wasn't on demand then or on demand wasn't as fleshed out as it was back in 2004. Uh, and, and so I would, so I was, I would watch like at the start of YouTube, it was unregulated. Uh, and, but, but at the clips could only go up to five, what, three or five minutes long, something like that. So if you, so you could watch TV shows on there, people uploaded and the, in like 240p and they were all in five parts. They're like Andy Ritter controls universe episode one, part five. <laughs> and you, and you just watch it and you just watch, and that's how I'd watch stuff like that. And, uh, so I started watching that show and I watched it a lot. And then I watched Andy Barker PI. I watched both. I watched those shows so many times through. And then I was like, what, what does Andy Richter do? Go to Wikipedia. Andy Richter is a sidekick on Conan O'Brien, uh, on the Conan O'Brien show. So I go to, I watch Conan O'Brien. I was like, Oh, that guy, that guy. And the only reason I know, um, I knew Conan O'Brien was because he wrote for the Simpsons. And of course I'm a huge Simpsons fan. I've seen every episode I watch. I watch it constantly. Like today I'll probably watch like two or three episodes before I go to bed, which is what I usually do every single night. Uh, no matter what, every single night I watch an episode before I go to bed. And then, uh, so then, so I started watching that show and I thought Conan's a very funny guy, uh, follow through all the turmoil on TBS on, uh, NBC, then the movie, TBS, uh, watch the documentary that he made of his last tour so many times. And, uh, and so, yeah, if it, and so Conan and Andy really shaped who, how my comedy, uh, person, my current, my comedy personality wise. I don't know who that was. <laughs> guy, guy who hates giving out compliments. <laughs> I mean, he's really shaping who my comedy personality was. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Uh, I love, I love Conan. I love Andy so much. And uh, it's going to be great to see them come back. You know, hopefully Andy stays uh, with the show. Uh, and, you know, you, you can't keep the band, but keep Andy. That'd be great. And also that studio, because I know they just got the studio this year. Uh, but that's it. So that's all, that's all we have for this episode of the Constitutionals. Hey, if you like what you heard here or saw, if you watched the video, why don't you head on over to cpluscomedy.com where there's a new interview coming out. I got a new interview with Brian Babylon of NPR fame. Uh, it's very short. I am sick of doing email interviews. You can also uh, check out the application podcast, which is a podcast where I beg WABE for a position at the company. They have a new uh, podcast producing position and I'm just, I'm making a daily podcast asking for them, asking them to join that, to join that show, to join whatever. I want the job. I want the job. Listen to it. It's a great show. And I really do put a lot of effort into it. Uh, So hopefully, you know, subscribe, uh, tweet at them, do whatever you can to get them to get me that job. Uh, also check out news time, uh, over there on youtube.com slash C plus comedy. You, and you can, where you can also watch video version of the show. News time is a great show. Weekly show. I do every single week. Uh, it's like the, it's like last week tonight, but less funny. 
That's what that's what I use on the application when I describe the show. And uh, continue being yourselves because I appreciate it and I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye.